Morning. Morning. How, how are you? Great. Um, just thinking back to last time that we talked to you, you mentioned the, the least competitive game that the team played in the playoffs and whether that was just a bad night or something more. What, what have you discovered in your review over the last couple months? Yeah, looking ahead to this year. Try to put the best team on the field we can in 2022. Why the uh, change in philosophy in free agency this year compared to last year? Yeah, we, we spent a lot of money last year. Those guys are all young. They're under contract. Hey, Bill. Um, with the coaching staff and Josh going out, um, how are you going to break down kind of shepherding Mac through his second year? You've spoken how important the second year is in general, and right now there don't seem to be a lot of coaches who come in. What's the plan right now? Sorry, one more I'm time. I'm sorry. With Josh going out as offensive coordinator, what's the plan offensively around Mac with his second year? And, and you've talked before how important that second year is. Well, we're, we do all the things we do in the offseason, certainly working through the offensive and defensive and special teams uh, systems and so forth is an important part of what we do. And so we're in that process. So it great to have Joe Judge back um, and Matt, of course, and they're two really good coaches, uh, you know, along with some of the other coaches that we have offensively, you know, Nick Haley. Um, so Troy and so forth, guys were here last year. So we'll we're working through it. Do the best we can here. Is it a step back at all in losing a coach of Josh's caliber? You've spoken about him a million times in the past, but to lose that kind of mentor format going into a critical second year. Yeah. Gotta think Matt and Joe are pretty good coaches. Josh's a great coach, but you know, we've gone through that multiple years, so. I was wondering with Joe Judge back, is he going to have a defined role or will he be more of a troubleshooter on the offense? Yeah, well, no, everybody will have a defined role like they always do. Um, again, the offseason's the offseason. Once we get to getting on the field, coaching the players and game planning and things like that, then, you know, that'll all work itself out. Staff complete, and who do you envision calling plays on offense? Yeah, I won't be calling any for a while. So right. we're not calling any for a while. Only games are all. So um, yeah, I think our staff is complete. Um, wouldn't rule anything out, but I don't. I don't think we necessarily would hire anybody else. But we'll evaluate every situation as it comes. A lot of returnees this year. How quickly did the Malcolm Butler uh, come to, come together? Um, well, you know, he indicated a desire to play this year, and uh, you know, we worked through the process with Malcolm like we do with every player. Obviously, we know him, but um, you know, he came up, visited uh, where it was last week or a week and a half ago. Um, so we signed him. So look forward to having him back.
Bill, you were talking about Matt Patricia with the offensive staff. His primary background with you has been defense. What do you see him adding to the offensive staff? Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of coaches take multiple responsibilities. Josh and Brian Dable were on defense and they went to offense. Matt was on offense and went to defense, so forth and so on. So I'm not really worried about that. I think a good coach is a good coach. And Matt's a great coach. Joe's a great coach. They'll help us no matter what position they coach. And just to follow up on that, how would you describe his role with the organization? Like the fact he's here with you today suggests like he's more than maybe just like a, a more than that. Broad role, very broad. He does a lot of things. Helps me in a lot of ways. Is he the only person in the league who might be an assistant coach slash salary cap person too? That seems like a pretty unique set of skills there. Yeah, he does a lot of things. So, you know, he has a lot of experience. He's done things, um, you know, when he was here. And then, of course, he had experiences in Detroit. And, you know, then last year, um, things like the COVID rules and that type of thing. So he's, Matt's had a lot of different, a lot of different roles for us. And like I said, it's been a big help to me in the organization. Uh, Bill, I wanted to ask you more about Malcolm Butler, his return. I feel like blew, blew a lot of us away. What, what's your relationship like with Malcolm? And have you ever talked about the, the Eagles Super Bowl? Talk about what? The Eagles Super Bowl and how he didn't play in that game. Yeah, that's, that's all old news. What's your relationship like with Malcolm now? Good. Yeah, great. Glad to have him back. Going back to the assistant coaches and, and taking different roles, what benefits do you get as a head coach of these guys sort of cross-training, if you will? Yeah, they're good football coaches. They have a lot of experience. So, multiple roles. I know you mentioned you don't have to be calling any plays until September, but how difficult a skill is that for a coach to develop on either side of the ball? I don't know, one of many. Is it one of those things that you you can't really know how somebody's going to perform in that kind of role until they're in that moment? Yeah, we'll get to that when it's time to get to it. Like right now, there's a lot of other things on the table. Like I said, we won't be calling any plays here for a while. We'll, we'll get to that later. What are, what are some of the other things on the table? Craft. Second wave free agent. Well, just in terms of putting our systems together and whatever changes we're going to make, making those changes, uh, adjusting to new personnel, building with, you know, some, obviously with Mac, uh, building with some, you know, now that we know kind of who we, some of the players that we have back that we didn't know we were going to have back, you know, putting that together, um, you know, having Devin back, I mean, that makes a difference what we can do defensively, things like that. You know, looking at some new opponents, obviously, we have, you know, Mike's in the division at the NFC North, so some other things that we need to be ready for. Well, those are all part of it. Is is creating whatever offense to take advantage of Max skills? Is that a collaboration? Do you take the lead on that? Is it you and Mac and Nick Cayley and, and Matt? And how does yeah. it how does it work? Well, ultimately, it's my responsibility, so whatever happens under that, just whatever happens, happens. Is it going to be drastically different this year? 
Got a ways to go. What are, what are the qualities that Matt Groh has that have allowed him to rise through the organization? Yeah, Matt's done a tremendous job for us. Um, very smart, very detailed. Obviously, has a great football background with his, his dad, his family. You know, he's grown up, grown up in football, and um, you know, scouted multiple areas for us. Uh, has had multiple responsibilities from area scouts from the West Coast to the Southeast. Air, regional scout, national scout, um, and really put the draft together last year as a director of college scouting, and and you know with Dave leaving, I feel like he's the best person to step into the, the personnel job. He's done a great job, and um, you know I think he he's as, as good as anybody that we've had in that position. How surprised were you that Tom unretired? Yeah, I have talked to Tom about all that. You've been a guy who's built through the draft. How surprised are you with the moves that have been made across the league with all the trades and the signings? Are teams in more of a win-now mode? Are they changing from taking that yeah. long-term approach? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure each team's doing what they think is best. That's what we're doing, so, yeah. Hey, Bill, uh, why trade Shaq Mason? Uh, felt like I was best best in interest in the team. Do you have plans for someone that was on the roster last year to take a bigger step this year? Yeah, we'll have a lot of competition. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, was there much, sorry, was there much effort to retain J.C. Jackson? Uh, sure, we talked to all the players, talked to all our free agent players, and we re-signed quite a few, and there was some we didn't re-sign. Bill, when you've said in the past you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And when you look at the, some of the outflow with Josh McDaniels, J.C. Jackson, some of the other assistants, and Kyle Van Noy and Shaq Mason, from the outside it looks like a significant amount of important players and coaches have left. Have you guys gotten better or worse since the loss to Buffalo? Yeah. Well, we'll find out next year. See, I think some of the players that we have on the roster – Hopefully we'll take a step up, but we'll see. And we'll have other players. There'll be new players here. Uh, and we'll see what happens with them. Speaking of those, Johnu Smith, is this, it's an important year for everyone, but I would imagine you feel there's probably more in the tank from Johnu that you can do now that you've known him for a season. Yeah, well, it's a new year for all of us, so. Sure is. Bill, um, you, you ended up in the middle of the Brian Flores lawsuit. What happened from your perspective? Yeah, can't comment on it. Could you comment if you had any communication with John Mara? I can't comment on it. Okay. And um, on the schemes that we're talking about with the football team, Jakob Johnson had mentioned to a German media outlet just that he was told from his perspective his services were no longer needed because his position wasn't going to be part of the team. How much is that part of what you're doing this offseason, changing schemes on offense? I don't know. Again, we'll put together the offense that we feel is the best that we can, and that's what we'll do. Bill, um, I know obviously you worked a lot with Mac personally last year, but do you see your individual time 
being spent more with with Mac this year with some of the, the turnover, obviously, in the staff? Yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, I, I've done a variety of things. I'll do what I feel like helps the team the best, whatever that is. How confident are you that, that Mac will be an improved player from the end of last year to the start of the next one? Yeah, it's a new year for all of us, so we'll see. Assuming you're not going to name an offensive or defensive coordinator this year, uh, why not? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not big on titles, so we have jobs to do. We'll do the jobs. Does that create any confusion as to like accountability and chain of command and things like that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what difference it makes. You traded for Mac Wilson. How far back does your history go with him? Yeah, uh, we saw Mac coming out. You know, he's um, you know played a lot early in Cleveland. Has played less the last couple of years. Uh, feel like he's a good addition. Happy to have him. Look forward to working with him. We'll see. You know, see how that plays out. Bill, do the titles make a difference for guys when they want to proceed to different jobs? For instance, a defensive coordinator looking for a head coaching job doesn't have to go in if he's just a linebackers coach and explain what his responsibilities are. Additionally, it matters relative to salary around the league, I would think. So those would be two places that the title matters. Yeah. I don't know. You'd have to talk to them about that. Yeah. All right. Didn't seem to matter when Joe Judge was hired by the Giants. Did it matter to you when you were an assistant, for instance, when you no. were a defensive coordinator with the Giants or, or yeah, the I don't Jets? worry about titles. I worry about titles. One issue this week is overtime. Any thoughts on the proposals? Do you want to see any changes? Um, yeah, there was a little bit of discussion yesterday. I'm sure there'll be some more discussion. See what everybody has to say. You don't care about the both teams, or do you have an opinion about whether both teams deserve to have a possession? Uh, there's a lot of different arguments for various proposals, so I'm going to sort them out here. When you, when you do something for 23 straight years, like how do you keep it fresh for yourself to be invigorated to go through the process again? Yeah, I enjoy it. So, what, enjoy doing it. What do, you, what do you enjoy about it? Yeah, all parts of it. Comprehensive job, so. It's a lot, but it's fun. Beats working. Nick Kelly's role change at all this year from just wide receivers um, take on more yeah so Nick hasn't coached the receivers sorry, uh, and I don't anticipate him coaching the yeah. receivers this year but sorry, you know Nick's a good coach Nick's contributes a lot to our organization and I'm sure he'll have a very significant role and like he always has but he'll, you know as he grows in experience um, you know, he'll have more responsibility so that's that's pretty common the way it works and you fall into that category When you give your personal endorsement on a candidate like Joe Judge to the Giants and he gets fired only two years into what's supposed to be a long-term plan, do you have any kind of reaction to that disappointment that you put your name behind that and that person didn't get maybe the shot they thought they would? Yeah, it's not my decision. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Regarding you have to talk to the Giants about that. I don't know. Regarding the lawsuit, are those alleged text messages 
accurate as a text conversation. Can't comment on it. Well, I was reading uh, a recent book by Mike Florio, and there was a line in there that Robert Kraft said he wants you to coach into your mid-80s. What do you think about that? Yeah, you have to ask Mike about that. I don't know. Okay. The idea of coaching another 15 years in your mid-80s, what? Just looking forward to this year. Got a lot to do and not really looking past it or behind it. Just focus on the present. A lot to do. Bill, which, which assistant coach will work the most with Mac this year? Considering yeah. both Josh uh, and Bo Hardegree are gone. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's important for all players to get coached well, and, and uh, we plan on doing that. So until players come in and start coaching them, it's really we'll work through that. Joe Judge, maybe? Sure, everybody will have a role in it. I'll, I'll work with them like I have before. Matt, Joe. Quarterbacks, I know he played quarterback at one point in time, but would you feel comfortable if he was? If yeah, he I had feel comfortable. With, I told you, Joe's a good coach. I like having him on our staff. He'll have a lot of responsibility. You just mentioned a minute ago, it's a comprehensive job. How do you manage your time at this point in time, Bill? Again, this turnover in the front office and on the coaching staff, how do you make sure that you're not spread too thin? I feel like I have a lot of good people working with me in the organization. Collectively, you know, we do what we need to do to get done. I certainly don't do it all by any stretch. Um, I rely on a lot of other good people, and, and they do a great job. I'm very fortunate to have the people on the staff that we have. In the NFL, to sustainability, like this is a very high turnover league. Coaches, GMs, programs, you've been able to kind of push through all of that. What do you think the key is to building a program that sustains? Yeah. I don't have a lot of good people. Good owner, good coaching staff, good players. They're all important. Good support system. They're all important. All right, what's up, Jared? I don't know how you're hearing all these questions, <laughs> the acoustics in this place, but I'm curious about your thoughts on the overtime rule, and specifically the one that's got like the two-point conversion as being the big change. Yeah, there was some conversation yesterday. I'm sure there'll be more. So just kind of listen to all the points that get brought out here and try to you know, you, see what the pros and cons are. Are you in favor of, of any one of those proposals? Yeah, I think I stayed in my position on the overtime before. It hadn't changed. For, for, for those who don't know your position, I, I didn't didn't catch your position before. But. Well, I mean, this comes up every year. We talk about it every year, and my feelings are the same as they've been. So they haven't changed. One of the first moves in free agency was Devin McCourty re-signing. How significant was that decision to bring him back to you? Yeah, it's great to have Devin back, great to have Matt back. Um, glad we were able to work things out, and those are two fantastic people, uh, as well as players. They mean a lot to the organization. They're great role models and great players. And um, so I feel very fortunate to coach two of the best at the position that I've ever played. Um, certainly Matt Slater, you know, go up there with uh, – in a kicking game with uh, you know Brady on offense and Taylor on defense, so feel very very fortunate to have had the opportunity to coach those 
all the players, but let's say those three in particular. Along those lines, James White said, once he found out you were interested in bringing him back, that was it for him. How does that make you feel knowing that he felt that way? Yeah, look forward to seeing James. Um, you know, I think he's he's certainly worked hard, made a lot of progress. Um, you know, when when we start the offseason program, we'll kind of see where things are at that point. And, uh, but yeah, great. James is another, again, fantastic person, been a multiple year captain and great work ethic, great role model for um, you know, our younger backs, particularly, you know, Stevenson, Damian, those guys, you know, JJ, uh, Zebo, so forth. So, and Montgomery now, um, receiver, running back, whatever he is. But, so, yeah, it's great to have him. Hey, Bill, were you surprised to see Tom Brady unretire after? Yeah, you'd have to talk to Tom about all that. Um, but, yeah, Tom's played a long time. Nothing he does surprises me. Bill, when it came to your decision on J.C. Jackson, what ultimately led you to say, let's let him test free agency as opposed to yeah. tag him for one year or tag and trade him? Uh, yeah, we do. We follow his best by the team. How important was it to uh, to get Trent Brown back, uh, kind of stabilize that side of the O-line? Good to have Trent Brown back. Yeah, glad we were able to work it out. Glad we were able to work it out with all the players that we re-signed. What did you, you see from him last year coming back into your into your building and getting into the starting lineup for you? Yeah, well, I mean, he played well when, when he played. Um, and he missed half the year. So hopefully hopefully we'll be able to get more playtime from him this year. But he's a quality player. To go back to Matt, you mentioned him you know, with Brady and Taylor. Just a general question. When you look at the Hall of Fame and the honors for guys who are dedicated special teams players, I know that we're off the beaten path, but would that be something that you think that maybe the Hall and the voters could try and encompass a little bit more of those players who have, whether it's Devin Hester or Matt Slater, the special teams aspect of the game? Yeah. Again, you have to talk to the Hall of Fame people about that. It's not really... You never I don't really know one. enough error. I mean, I did it that one year, and that was really for the players who weren't in it. So the current feeling and voting process, not really something I'm familiar with. That's something for the Hall of Fame voters and Hall of Fame. You should talk to them. All right. Um, one quick follow, too. I was wondering, do you monitor at all the additions around your division, playing them six times, and teams around you done some adding, and, and the personnel they add? Do you try and respond at all to say the speed of Miami that they've added uh, well uh, yeah eventually sure yeah. but it's not like you go oh we gotta get a fast guy now you just well I mean it's like it changes day to day it could change day to day so um, you know we have a draft coming up there'll be other players added there so you know I think we spent a lot of time doing that now it's there's gonna be a lot of changes I'm not really sure I think you're probably better off waiting until the majority of the changes have been made so you can kind of get the full picture and then figure out, you know, what, if anything, you want to, how you want to address it. But, I mean, obviously I'm aware of Tyreek Hill, but, I mean, there's, you know, there were other things that happened down there before they signed Hill, so traded for Hill. Yep. Thank you. So, uh, how important is the pro day circuit for you, and how much do you, does it help just seeing guys in person and getting it? A hands-on look at them, I guess. Yeah, that's always good. Um, you know, it's 
we have uh, there's a lot of pro days obviously there's players all over the place we have a lot of people doing that and so it's really you know pulling all the information together i mean i see a fraction of them but you know when you go to school like georgia or alabama you can knock out a pretty good chunk of guys right there so those are productive trips but um and other schools as well i mean it's thing but that's you know we, we have a lot of people doing it and that's you know it's part of the process it's part of the process it's not all of it but it's part of it Matthew and Devin and James and Jawan is back too. You know, all captains or have been captains. Why is it so important to bring back that leadership ability from one year to the next for you? Well, we bring back the players that we can work things out with. You know, it takes two people to have an agreement, and when we can do that, that's great. It's great for the team and and great for hopefully the individual players. So that's it's not a one. It's not just our decision; it's a collective decision between the player and the and the team. Other than you know a franchise tag or an RFA designation, I mean those are different. But all the rest of them are they're joint decisions; they're not singular. But is there something to the the leadership quotient that you know that group of guys brings to your team that that is critical in your mind? Yeah, it's it's definitely important. It's part of the value that they have, but. Eventually, some of those players aren't going to be there, just like some of the great players in the past, whether it be, you know, Teddy Bruschi and Logan Mankins, and let me go right down the line, you know, Willie McGinnis and Vince Wolfork and those guys, Gerard Mayo, and those guys are all multiple-year captains too, Troy Brown. And then there's eventually there's somebody else. So it's great when you have them, but, I mean, we all know it's not going to last forever, and other leaders need to be helped. And these guys all stepped in for somebody before them, and somebody will step in for them at some point in the future. That's just it's the NFL. Do you, do you feel like you have a good young core of, of guys that might step into those kinds of roles moving forward? I hope so. Yeah, I think Mac will step into those roles eventually. Um, you know, start with that. Oh, Jawan Bentley, I mean, that's, I don't think anybody was talking about him three or four years ago. That's how it develops. Bill, you said the day after the Bills lost that you needed to determine if that was a bad day at the office or who you were. Where did you ultimately, once you analyzed the season, where did you come down on that? Yeah, again, we really spent a lot of time focusing on the next season, and um, so that's that's really where most of our attention has gone is trying to put the best team on the field we can in 2022. We need to, you know, we reviewed defense. everything that happened uh, in the 21 season, which we did. And, but more importantly, it's about moving ahead. So some of those players that played in that game on both teams, a lot of them are back and some of them aren't back. And there'll be some new players uh, on both sides whether we play them, Miami, the Jets, or whoever it is again. So really think more about 22 than 21. Speaking of that, Cam McGrown, um, what can you tell us about where he is physically? Um, do you expect him to be fully go for training camp and things like that off-season, full off-season for him? Well, he practiced for three weeks last season. I mean, you know, he's, he's ready to go full out, compete. Practice for three weeks last season. Right, but we never saw him, so we didn't know if you shut him down or what to do. Yeah, 
Well, we wouldn't have practiced him if he wasn't ready to practice. You've had Matt Patricia now for a year back in New England. What sort of resource has he been for you? Great. It's been awesome. What, 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 I'm, I'm from Detroit, so I'm just trying to understand a little bit like what he does. I mean, we've talked about that like for the last five minutes. So. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bill, I, I talked to Al Grow. Still has the shovel, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Um, digging deep. He is still digging. Um, and when he was talking about Matt, he said Matt wanted to end up going in the family business, right? Because Mike's coaching and Al's coaching. I'm always curious your perspective with Amanda coaching lacrosse and the boys with you. Like, how did you navigate that? Like, did they always want to do that? And, and what is your thoughts on all of them and what you'd say maybe is the family business for you guys, too? Yeah, you'd have to talk about them, each of them, about how they're when they wanted to do what and all that. But yeah, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, when I was in New York and, um, uh, you know, Matt would come over and work out with Al and, and uh, sometimes Mike was there and, you know, throw, he was obviously a quarterback, played at Princeton, was at Chaminade. So, you know, would come over and, and throw, you know, before and after practice and sometimes did some drills out there for us and that kind of thing. So, you know, it's always spent a lot of time around football. It's impressive. You know, Kyle O'Brien did that too uh, when his dad, you know, Steve um, was at the Giants and he was a Long Island guy. So, you know, we've always had people like that, um, you know, around. And and uh, so, you know, I've known Matt a long time and, you know, very much of a football family there. And you know, I guess we fall in that category too. Uh, a quick one about uh, Josh McDaniels. He's been very choosy over the years uh, about head coaching jobs. He finally takes one. Uh, how happy are you for him? How do you think he'll do? And any issue with him taking a bunch of people over to, to Vegas with him? Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, Josh's a great coach, and, uh, you know, I'm sure that he feels like it's a great opportunity. That's why he took it. And, um, other than against us, you know, I hope he does well. I'm sure he will do well. He's an outstanding coach, and, yeah, some of the people that are with him are, you know, they're very good too, um, but yeah, it all worked out. Um, well, I mean, it's an opportunity we couldn't provide, and, and uh, you know, it'd be hard to replace. But like I said, I feel like we have really good coaches on our staff, and so we'll do. All right, all right, thank you.